It's going down. I'm yelling timber. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Tree Full of Wonder, by Anna Smithers, illustrated by Martina Nayman, published by Orange Lotus Publishing. Our book today, Tree Full of Wonder, is a rant by a crazy person about trees. It starts on one tree and a girl's relationship to it, but then quickly wanders off into a mind-numbingly cliché sermon on environmentalism. Will we see the wonder of trees? Or will we be left wondering why, if Miss Smithers loves trees so much, she would make a book printed on trees? Sounds like a hypocrite to me. Well... Bring your axe, grab your books if you got them, and let's get cooking. We begin on this sad and long-winded statement. I mean, she just keeps going on and on. Quote, I'd like to introduce you to a dear old friend I know. It lives out in our garden during sunshine, rain, and snow. I'll offer you a little clue to guess just what it is. Colon. When wind is blowing through its limbs, I swear I hear it. Yes! End quote. Sounds like a tree snake. Might want to back up when you hear that. But on top of this, that was one depressing revelation. Her friend is an animal, or worse, if the title's any indication, a tree. If that doesn't say a lot about her, I don't know what does. Anna gives us another clue about who her friend is. What's with the runaround? Just tell us. But at this point, she clarifies it's not a snake. It's a tree. Because she discusses the leaves falling and getting everywhere. Dad's worst nightmare. Honey! Get the leaf blower out. I'll grab the rake. That oak tree's got our whole yard covered in leaves. I don't want the neighbors thinking I don't have my life in order. (sighs) If it wasn't for the damn rain, this would be a whole lot easier. It's like trying to rake up a bunch of wet stickers. These slippery bastards. (sighs) Finally got them all into a pile. Honey, don't let the kids jump. Yippee! Fuck my life. Anna patronizes us by being overly excited and congratulating us on guessing tree. It wasn't that hard with the limbs and leaves hence. It was either that or a bush. Though, I'll tell ya, I've never heard of a plant hissing. That might have been the worst clue. Don't ask Anna to play charades. Hiss. It's a cat. Hiss. Oh. I got it. It's a tea kettle. Hiss. Could you give another clue? I don't know. Our kid after he's had too much milk at lunch? Time. It was a tree. What in the hell kind of clue was that? What planet do you live on? You've got something wrong. Anna continues to boss us around, telling us she's going to explain why she loves the tree so much. 
I'm going to guess because it doesn't talk back. Hey, Woodrow, how good do I look today? Right? I look hotter than a forest fire. Stand back. <laughs> hey, Woodrow, I was thinking just how dumb air conditioning is in the summer. Just open up a window. Am I right? Hey, Woodrow, you're like my best friend. You just listen so well, unlike my last friend. I hate humans. They're awful. Am I right? Yes. But now starts her rant that we didn't ask for. I wanted to see people enjoying a wondrous tree. You know, climbing the thing, tire swings, getting their foot stuck in between two branches. The whole thing. But nope, she goes into plants breathing CO2 and giving us oxygen. Sick. We already knew that. That's why CO2 is so good. Plants need it. So it makes no sense why you would take it out of the atmosphere now, right? She continues this ramble, like she does on every page, about trees talking to each other, or some shit. And then she hits us over the head, like a branch falling down on your house, with her goal. Quote, Without the trees, the weather could be dangerous and strange. They help protect our planet from unfriendly climate change. End quote. Oh no. She just couldn't help herself. Nothing like a little fear-mongering to try and convert everyone to her doomsday death cult of climate change. The ultimate boogeyman. I got news for you, Anna. Climate has been changing since the Earth has been a planet. Which is what? Four billion years? And we're human beings. We can adapt to any kind of weather. Which is why people can live in Antarctica or Arizona. It doesn't matter. Realizing her last statement was rather extreme, she tries to smooth it out by explaining how useful trees are, from being building material for homes to providing us food. I'm not buying it. She wants everyone eating bugs. But finally, she gets to what we were all looking for when we opened up this book. She dives in to the entertainment trees can provide including treehouses and swings. But for some reason, she forgets that they're great for deer stands. Huh. You would think now she would stop after hitting the high point. But nope, she really spirals off her original thought about that one friend of hers who was always there for her in her backyard. Until the lightning struck. Yep, she's off into another land now. Talking about how old they can be, and the stories they hold. Even going into a story about a king of England in the 1600s. She must have googled that one. But I fail to see her point now. What does this have to do with anything? And just like that, she's on to another thing. Here comes her call to arms. Trying to scare people about deforestation. Talk about stale. This has been beaten to death. Or I should say... Chopped down into many pieces.
but she says, we can fix it. Look, I can't speak for Brazil, but American loggers aren't dumb enough to just chop down trees without planting new ones. They still want to have a job in 10 years. You know, maybe I've got her all wrong. And she's talking about people chopping down trees for solar panels and wind turbines that kill everything in sight. Nah, no chance. Oh, haha, so fun! Look at everyone planting trees in a chopped down forest. She obviously hasn't owned a home. Digging holes and planting trees is a real bitch. Look at! Here comes Anna with more canned religious conversion talking points. Quote, If we all show the beauty and importance of the trees, then we can make a difference. Dash. Really? It will be a breeze. End quote. Yeah, come on guys. Let's make a difference in the world and spread the good word about our doomsday death cult before it's too late. Finally. Somehow the spiel comes to an end. I never thought she was going to be able to wrap this thing up. Well, until we committed to coming to one of her meetings. We see in the picture a girl hugging a tree. A not-so-veiled reference that Anna's a tree hugger. And she makes one last push, saying, We have to help the wondrous trees. Because they've been there for us throughout history. Okay, I'll help by making as much CO2 as possible. You know, the gas that they breathe. What's the lesson or moral that Anna wanted to push in this? Well, I don't think she used much nuance. It was clear she wanted us all to fear climate change and to spring into action trying to plant trees. Only thing is, most of what she wants to do is kill trees. Like, getting rid of CO2. Chopping down trees for extremely unreliable and horrible for the environment energy. From wind, using spinning blades that kill all sorts of animals, to solar panels that create mass heat areas where no animal or tree can survive. So yeah, maybe she should rethink her game plan there. What do I think of Anna's work? Well, there's a reason her only friend was a tree. She comes off as extremely unlikable. But moving to her storyline, it was all over the place. It started out like she was going to go into a nice story about her bond with a tree, and she ditched that quickly because she doesn't actually care about trees. Yep, she destroyed the whole story so she could virtue signal and talk down to us about how we're supposed to put in the work. And I think I'm understating how sporadic this was. Her throwing in random stories that weren't needed like the one about the king, were completely out of place. It was like a crazy person wrote down their stream of consciousness and was like, Yeah, this is all coherent. Where was the editor to say it wasn't? And maybe you should go get help. As for Martina's pictures, they were stock computerized pictures. They weren't good. But she did what Anna wanted and ramped up the fear. Showing force that were all chopped down. Yep, this whole thing was just off the rails. So, if you're into this doomsday stuff, go glue your hand to a wall and pick this one up. On a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this one 
a 0.7. I'm turning my nose up at it, having none of it, and making sure others don't start digging in. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.